0: Government mandated podcast is made possible by an order from the federal government. A pair of cool guy shades, the shades for cool guys and cool guys exclusively. And listeners like you. So I just I think it's important to think globally and act locally.
1: Of
2: course. Uh huh.
0: So with that in mind, I think we should spread the word and get it out there. This is a simple mom and pop podcast operation. <laughs> you got to support your local podcast.
2: Yes, we're we are now your mother and your father, mm-hmm. mom and pop. That's what you call us when you see us. I'm pop. He's mama.
0: Yep. You'd better make sure to visit your poor podcast mother Mm -hmm. and make sure to call her every now and again. She worries about you.
2: (laughs) Right. You're not calling enough. You don't let us know what you're doing. My own mother's probably nodding her head emphatically at the moment. Uh...
0: (laughs) But yeah, we're, we're tired of hearing about all these big business podcasts just coming in and pushing local mom and pop outfits out.
2: That's right. We're we're definitely a local, homegrown, grown home-owned.
0: <laughs> but we've been making this podcast by ourselves with no help. That's right. None of that corporate backing. Well, I mean, other than all those amazing real products. Other right. than that.
2: Amazing real products are the only products that sponsor us. And honestly, I don't want to anger the sponsors because they're roosting in the corner now. But what they pay us is a pittance.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I, I guess what I'm saying though is there's so many tax breaks for those big corporate <laughs> podcasts.
2: That's I, right; they're getting all the government subsidies. I'm
0: tired of Halliburton Podcasting Incorporated <laughs> just running roughshod over this over this podcast yeah, economy. They're
2: they're Walmart. We're your your local.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm your neighborhood
2: local, supermarket.
0: Yeah, I'm your local bodega. Just come on down. <laughs>
2: Bodega, like there's bodegas in West Virginia.
0: Okay, pro- probably <laughs> not so much, but you said earlier that uh, I'm mom and then that makes you pop as well. Yes. What are you going to do, pop? Pop a podcast?
2: Pop a podcast? That's me. I'm going to stroke my long white beard and uh, get my uh, holy kneed suspender uh, pants on. Uh, I'm going to. Put on one of those ridiculous straw hats that is fraying at the top and edges. (laughs) Um, If you think in your mind, stereotypical hillbilly, that's what I'm kind of conjuring at the moment.
0: Well, let me ask you this, though. If somebody were to come in here and try to mess with the podcast thermostat, what would you do?
2: I would snap their fucking fingers off after I said, don't touch that thermostat. It's
0: harsh. Harsh but fair, Papa Podcast.
2: Uh, you don't mess with my thermostat. Those are my hard-earned dollars, your air conditioning.
0: Yeah, so no lower than what? Like 69 degrees, maybe?
2: Oh, no. It's got to be, it's no lower than 76 degrees in the house. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> That's probably comfortable for a lot of humans.
0: That That is an uncomfortable temperature. <laughs> by any measure
2: i like to put on a, a, a nice fuzzy blanket while we're watching television programs yeah
0: you can't do that at 76 no at 76 you can move at and maybe moderate pace anything yeah. brisker than that and you're <laughs> you're in real trouble
2: yes we're cold people here
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ever since uh i got together with my girl killer frost
2: that's right killer frost that's me <laughs> I'm also (laughs) podcast papa at Killer Frost, the the DC cold lady villain.
0: (laughs) The DC cold lady hillbilly villain.
2: Yep. It's quite an amalgam we have made here.
0: But uh, speaking of parental figures, Mm -hmm. uh, we did just get back in from town here not too long ago from a visit to uh, my grandmother and and, and family.
2: It was a nice visit. Yeah, it was. We sang some karaoke together. (laughs) <laughs> we did. We sang probably too
0: much karaoke.
2: No, it was fun.
0: I got I got guilted into it and then it became like I couldn't I couldn't stop doing it because I wanted to do a song well, but that <laughs> that wasn't going to happen.
2: We did rock The Gorillas rock the house together, which is which was pretty great. That was fun. RJ did all the rapping and I did the part where it's like "I'm gonna be ready to rock the house," which I covered my mouth like that when we did it. To get the authentic feel.
0: Mm-hmm. It was very authentic. Muy <laughs> authentico. But speaking of music on that visit, the thing I wanted to bring up uh-huh. was uh, the expert music reviewer that is...
2: <laughs> I know what you're going to talk my about. My small
0: niece. Yes, that was so is, great. Uh, what, is, she, is she 10 She's yet? 9. She's 9, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. She's going to be 10 here in October. Yeah, man. Yeah, but... Uh, Her expertise in in reviewing music is amazing.
2: (laughs) She's got some very specific opinions about what she likes and what she doesn't like.
0: Yes. What she likes in songs are, uh, I guess, like fun, poppy, exciting songs. But I don't know. Also some some rock songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what she doesn't like in songs is curse words. (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know. It's great because her hating music that has curses in it reminds me so much of a much more adult person mm-hmm. who has that same, uh, taste level in music. Right. She Theirs will listen probably to. probably for different reasons, find She will
2: listen to the nastiest pop song where they are talking like some nasty sex talk.
0: Oh, yeah. She has no context for that.
2: Right. So it's just going straight over her head. But, uh. <laughs> God damn it, if they say the word fuck it in there, she gets these disapproving eyes out. And she's like, ah, I'm disappointed with you, is I, in her face. I do not like this vernacular. <laughs> I think you should also let everyone know how she feels about the rapper Pitbull.
0: Oh, well, that's the best part. <laughs> a- and once again, I feel like she is really much like a much older, much wiser person in this regard. Mm-hmm. When Pitbull was brought up, she simply said, "Pitbull is a bad rapper.
2: (laughs) Not I don't like his songs, or his songs are too (laughs) vulgar for me, or anything like that. No, he's bad at rap. His job, he's bad at it. (laughs) He's
0: he's a bad rapper. (laughs) She's like Earl Sweatshirt or nothing. (laughs) I like I like my Tyler the Creator, my Earl Sweatshirt, but." I'll be damned if I'm gonna get caught less a pit bull. I'll be darned.
2: That's right. Because she doesn't like the swears. No bad words. I did apologize to her. when I, I I told you to like fucking shut up or something, and I then I apologized to her. I was like, "I'm sorry, Keelana. and she's like, "It's okay. I've heard it before." <laughs>
0: <laughs> was I saying bad things? I don't remember you telling me that. Uh, I think fucking you were. Shut up.
2: I think uh, it was a playful. You should fucking shut up.
0: Oh, okay. It
2: was a a play for like, fucking shut up, like that sort of thing.
0: Mm -hmm. I thought I was going on and on about my uh, alt-right beliefs. Oh, God. About how globalism is the fall of the world.
2: Well, I mean.
0: If I was doing that, what would you say?
2: Fucking shut up.
0: Okay, yeah, that's totally on point.
2: Fucking shut up, (laughs) is what I'd say.
0: Well, uh, I- You could take
2: that garbage out onto the corner, and you could burn it in front of all your other dumbass alt-right friends.
0: Fran, you can't can't burn trash in West Virginia. (laughs) It's not allowed. You'll have to go elsewhere to burn your garbage. Your garbage opinions.
2: Well, I guess um, you could burn them in your mind. Do a mind burn. Mind burn.
0: Well- and I have a burning question for you.
2: Segue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I'm, kinda,
0: I'm kinda patting myself on the back about that one. And uh that is, why are we doing this podcast this week?
2: Okay, RJ, I want you to imagine, if you will, the multiverse.
0: Mm-hmm. We're on Earth too.
2: Sure, that's one of them. Small puddles in our universe that are different universes within our universe. Okay?
0: Okay, well, I'll just put a coat over that puddle. <laughs> so we only have to worry about one universe.
2: In each of these puddles, things are different than they are here. Maybe the laws of physics are different. Maybe you weigh less. Maybe gravity has less of an effect. Maybe protons and and electrons don't work the same way that they work in our universe. Maybe in one of these universes, we never started podcasting.
0: What? We're in jail in that universe?
2: (laughs) Right. Maybe we're in jail. Maybe the podcasting law was never passed. Maybe we were just sitting on a couch in an alternate dimension watching Frasier right now instead of podcasting.
0: Can you imagine the freedom of it all?
2: It would be, I think, equal parts freedom and like something was missing.
0: Mm. I don't know. I think I could fill that void with a uh, stockpiling of canned goods in my <laughs> basement. Because um, if the if the government hadn't come down with the hammer of American Podcasting Act, it would have been something else. So I would have had to.
2: Right, right. Maybe in this universe where we never started podcasting, maybe the universe is also run by uh, human-sized beagles who hate us.
0: No, (laughs) that is the darkest universe. That is the darkest timeline. The darkest
2: timeline. (laughs) I guess, you know, because of these puddles, we can't travel to them, so I guess we'll never know. And since we'll never know, we should just continue as we have been. And continue to
0: podcast. Okay. Well, I guess that makes this episode 22 of Government Mandated Podcast. Government Mandated Podcast is a podcast being made to avoid jail time, but only in this dimension. In another dimension, we're making it because we're real tight with Joe Rogan (laughs) and he's promoting us.
2: What is our beef with Joe Rogan? (laughs) I feel like we're developing some Joe Rogan beef.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs)
2: One day he's going to find out, and then we're going to have the full fury of Joey Rogan come down on us, and he's going to yell at us about how bad our, our holds are on the mat.
0: <laughs> I think he's just going to knock on our door.
2: I don't like how you guys keep bringing up my name.
0: <laughs> yep, with your vast listenership, you're really <laughs> you're really smearing me right now with the way you said we're buddies in an alternate dimension. <laughs> don't you know?
2: We I'm, also uh, I'm buddies
0: with the exact same people <laughs> in alternate dimensions as I'm buddies with in this dimension.
2: We also implied that on his podcast he likes to uh, talk very quietly and review hot chocolates.
0: Mm. Well, I feel like that's just good branding. Like, <laughs> he's really uh, diversifying his his listenership. But um, enough about Joe Rogan. Let's let's move on. Uh, Ran, I'm gonna ask you first this week. <gasps> What haven't you been telling me?
2: Well, it's a good thing we talked about Joe Rogan, actually, because this is what I haven't been telling you this week. Okay. MMA. This is a thing that you have enjoyed in the past. That's true. Evidently, Russia's M1 Global League MMA mm, circuit, I guess? Company? I don't know. They've added a new type of match to their card.
0: Chicken fights where fighters have to stand on each other's shoulders <laughs> <laughs> and the first person to fall down loses.
2: Uh that would be pretty sweet. Uh especially if they did it in a swimming pool so that we know everyone was alright. Um, the first
0: ever slap fight league. <laughs>
2: uh no, no. Uh here's the cool thing that they've done. They've uh combined the worlds of MMA and medieval times. <laughs>
0: I like it already.
2: That's right. They've uh, got two armored knights facing one another inside the ring with blunted sword and shield.
0: (laughs) That sounds amazing.
2: Now, we may have to cut this for sound quality, but RJ, I want you to look at this sweet video of two knights duking it out.
0: That is hilarious. (laughs) uh, (laughs) It's... It it seems as though they might be dressed like knights and they might be using the accoutrements of knights, but they still feel like they're fighting like a mixed martial artist might fight. Right. Like there's, they're knights, but they're doing like sweet spin moves to try to hit <laughs> the other guy. I feel like... It's like a- they don't care if they get hit a little bit because they're not gonna <laughs> die.
2: Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like of course, it's ridiculous, but also nobody—I doubt a lot of these dudes are are uh, medieval historians on uh, in medieval fighting techniques. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my guess is there's some MMA dudes who decided to put some armor on.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of that show. What was it? Uh, what was it called? Like the Deadliest Warrior? Oh whatever? yeah,
2: where they would like if we pit this Zulu against this. A uh, medieval lancing knight. In what the, would yeah, happen? Yeah, and oh. then they try to science
0: up their weapons. One v one.
2: I kind of enjoyed part of it in uh, just saying like what their weapons were capable of, and yeah, that sort of thing. But the the whole thing was just a bit too much.
0: <laughs> every every uh, segment on that show could have easily been sponsored by Rockstar Energy. Yeah, Train. no doubt. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, the the sort of broification of history that's going on there.
2: I think there's always been a significant portion of bros in history because history has all these uh, battles and stuff you get to feel very like macho about. Mm-mm. It's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about the Battle of Marathon. There are people dead everywhere. It was great. It was so amazing. Uh, Let
0: me tell you about all these great men in history. Yes, the great these great men, men
2: these great warriors, these great generals. You know, I think there's a theme here. And that theme is that you get so mad that you got to go punch another person with your fist that has a sword in it.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you about all these battles that took place over the fact that uh, somebody didn't come to somebody else's party and they felt yeah. snubbed. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's the kind of crap people yeah. started wars about back in the day.
2: I mean, there are legitimate things to get to get pissed about in old old timey times. But yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of dumbass shit as well.
0: You've stolen my prized my prized sheep.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, shall wanna- meet the blade. I want to start a rumble with my neighbor so I can show my own subjects what a tough ass I am. Yes. That sort of thing.
0: You shall meet the blade. I will introduce you to the blade. The blade says you, you and he would get along great. You and the blade will go on a nice moonlight what's stroll.
2: My blade? Oh, uh, it's it's named Anthony.
0: Mm, Anthony's a good blade name. <laughs> I mean, if, if that way, too, if, if Anthony the blade is feeling casual, you could just be like, Hey, what's up? I'm Tony Blades.
2: Tony Blades. That's a that's a is that a Marvel comic character? <laughs> Tony Blades. He could be. He hangs out with like Ghost Rider or something.
0: Uh or Tony Blades hangs out with Ghost Rider and Johnny Blaze <laughs> and Blade. So it gets very confusing. Yes.
2: They're like, this is too much. Everyone's like putting their hands up in the air and shaking their heads.
0: There's too much spiky guys running around <laughs> here right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Tony Blades. What sort of sweet, sweet '90s outfit would he be wearing? Um,
0: I think is I think it wouldn't be so as '90s as you think it would be. I think his whole outfit's just uh, conical, so that he's conical. A, yeah, like he's one big spike. <laughs> like he's just.
2: <laughs> so wait, hold on. Wait, no. What you're describing to me now is a guy who's put a traffic cone on himself, <laughs> you know, and put his arms out the sides and his face out the middle. This is what you've just, a conical outfit. Mm-hmm. Only instead Only of-
0: Only less safe. It's- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's no
0: traffic safety about this. You better watch out. Okay,
2: so instead of instead of the, the flat uh, top of a safety cone, we've got a pointy bit.
0: Mm-hmm. And rhino style, he'll just kind of Run lower, out. lower the boom. <laughs>
2: Wait, how does he run? Is the Does the cone only come to waist level so that he can bend over?
0: Oh, fully all the way down to his butt.
2: So how does he run at you pointing the point at you? I
0: was hoping you'd ask.
2: Oh, please please tell me all about this.
0: Two words, Ran. Okay. Rocket
2: boots. Rocket boots. Okay. So um, RJ, we've had a lot of fun, but let's talk about what you haven't been telling me.
0: Ran, I had an encounter in the wild.
2: A wild encounter?
0: Mm -hmm. And by wild, I mean the wilds of a grocery store.
2: Okay. Not that wild.
0: And by wild, I mean domesticated. (laughs) And by encounter, I mean with a dog.
2: Oh, you always are finding dogs at grocery stores.
0: It's true. And I ran into a dog. A lady was carrying this dog. And I asked the dog's name. And she told me the dog's name was Eddie. (laughs)
2: Like the dog on Frasier.
0: Kinda, sorta, and uh, I actually have a picture of Eddie right here. Hold on.
2: Does he look like the dog on Fraser? Because I will be surprised. Oh, look at that guy's face! He's got a scruffy little face. He doesn't look like the dog on Fraser.
0: Not quite. But uh, so I was going to ask you, who do you think this dog was named after?
2: Was it the dog on Fraser? Nope. <laughs> This dog
0: who has a human name, which I'm not sure how I feel about dogs with human names.
2: You say that having a having a having had a dog named Freddy.
0: That dog came with that name, thank you. <laughs> My name that I wanted to call him was a Taco Wiener because he was part Chihuahua and part uh, Thank God
2: someone stopped you. And
0: part Wiener dog. Yes, Taco Wiener would have been a terrible name. I'm glad somebody stepped in on me on that. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the the lady was nice enough to tell me that her husband had named the dog and he had named the dog edward van halen the <laughs> second
2: as if he comes from the same parental lineage mm,
0: he was sired by <laughs> by eddie van Halen himself
2: which which that raises up all kinds of questions oh
0: for sure but if you even needed proof of his lineage <laughs> then he busted out a sweet finger tap solo with his little doggy paws
2: i'm sorry i clapped on mike i tried try not to do that um that's fantastic
0: and after I heard this story about who, who uh the dog's about name about the dog's name, uh I thought, well, maybe maybe human dog names are pretty great when That's a good one. When you go over the top in in that kind of way.
2: It's like it's subtle because if you just call him Eddie, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, okay, whatever meh. But then you call him Eddie Van Halen the <laughs> second.
0: Edward Van Halen Oh the yeah, second. excuse me.
2: Excuse me <laughs> Edward Van Halen the second. Mm. I I am the I am the child of Edward Van Halen the First. I should inherit his lands and property. <laughs> but, but I am a do- I've been cursed and turned into a scruffy puppy.
0: But in order to do so, <laughs> I will have to battle to the death in an MMA ring clad no! in armor. Better start working on your flippity doos and spins, just like every good knight should.
2: Oh man, <laughs> that's fantastic!
0: So, if you're gonna name a dog after a musician, where do you go? Where, where, where's the Where's Ooh. the first one you go to?
2: Well, let's see. Beethoven's taken.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: Can't name it Edward Van Halen the second because he already exists.
0: You can go for the third.
2: Oh the son of the sun. Mm-hmm. The son of son, the son of the son of Edward Van Halen.
0: Okay, I think if I were to come up with one, mm, I would go with Rob Halfer.
2: <laughs> you got to go with a a pun name, I guess.
0: I think you have to.
2: <laughs> okay, so Rob Halfer. Mhm. Do you get it a spiked color or not? I think you have to. At
0: that point, you definitely have to. (laughs) If you have, you've taken too much for granted. (laughs) But uh, I think we should go ahead and take a quick commercial break to uh, sell some of these amazing products, which uh, support your local mom and pop podcasting Mm -hmm. outfit. And uh, when we come back, I think you've got a game for us to play.
1: Greetings, humans. We have come from from beyond beyond your star star to offer offer you the absolute absolute latest in health and beauty products. products. We understand you you like like to paint circles around your optic receptors. receptors. Try our black hole eyeliner wand. The circles you paint will be so black, black, light cannot escape. Use this special nanobot-filled syringe ...injected into your human problem areas. Does your mating partner find you more acceptable? Please attach this thought probe to your temporal lobe. We need your pure feedback. These health and beauty products will tell us all about your human bodies and society. Apply this film to the flesh protrusions around your nutrient ingester. Choose any color from luscious red to ice-cold blue. Fascinating. Your species finds the most unusual visual display attractive. Please consume and enjoy Nebulique and help us add your species to our codex.
2: Hey, welcome back, listeners. It's time for a game. That's a good way to say that, right? Sure. We're leaving it in.
0: Mm, Yep. (laughs) Future RJ, leave that in.
2: (laughs) I just don't want to do it again.
0: By the way, I don't know if we've ever actually kept in a reference to future RJ.
2: Really? Have we cut them all?
0: I think we've cut every single reference to future RJ, which is how we addressed me later when I'm editing the podcast.
2: Yeah, we often will go. Nope, I said words bad. You need to go, future RJ. Cut this.
0: Mm-hmm. Future RJ is just like regular RJ, except he's got like an eye patch, a goatee, and a stogie.
2: That seems correct to me. He's also on the run all the time from the Sentinels. They're mm-hmm. trying to get his ass.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's a bad dude. <laughs> so uh, you've got a game for us to play.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna play. Let's judge a book by its title.
0: Okay, if. Someone hasn't listened to this show or doesn't know what words mean. Mm-hmm. What's how does this game work? How does it, how's it it play?
2: Okay, so uh, I get on some various websites to tell me about that have lists of books on them. Our our library website. I get on Audible. I've gotten on Goodreads before, but I can't really get that one's not worked out for me as a source yet. Is um, it
0: because the books are too good?
2: No, they have lists of, like, the worst books, but, like, people fan vote on them, so it's all like, number one is Twilight, number two is another Twilight book, number three is another Twilight book, so I was like, this is, this is dumb. I'm done with this. This is not a good, this does not work for me in the application in which I want to use it, which is this game, which I'm going to tell you how to play now. RJ, I'm going to tell you the name of a book, and you're going to tell me what that book's about. And then I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. And then I'm going to tell you what the book's actually about.
0: Well, I'll be very good at this because I have read the greatest story that was ever told. I read Emerald Twilight. The <laughs> fall of, of Al Jordan. So he thought I was talking about the Bible. Wrong.
2: Well, if I, if anyone knows you, they should know that you're much much more likely to have read any number of Hal Jordan comics than the Bible in recent years.
0: Mm. Totally fair. He is our mon- modern-day messiah, only uh, well, to come.
2: Well, now, <laughs> I think that's a bit too far, don't you?
0: He came back and and redeemed <laughs> uh, the sins of the world or himself.
2: <laughs> See, I'm not really sure. Here's what I know happened. He used parallax. Oh, wait, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for older comics at this point now, 10 years old or something.
0: (laughs) More than that.
2: Anyway, so he's Parallax, he killed all the Green Lanterns? Yep. All of them? Okay, he went full, like, Anakin Skywalker on that shit, killed all his best friends. Um, And then he got come back to life in Rebirth, and there's a whole bunch of new Green Lanterns or old Green Lanterns got brought back, I'm not really sure. wasn't he the the specter
0: he was the specter I'm not
2: really sure what's up with that either
0: well the most important thing to remember is that after Hal Jordan comes back Batman's a dick and then Hal Jordan punches him in the face right your favorite
2: panel in comics it's one
0: of the best panels ever like my
2: favorite panel is that one where Doctor Strange is giving Wong money with magic
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. which
2: is my pinned tweet at the moment if you want to go see it
0: yeah you should definitely check it out (laughs) <laughs> but we need to get back on topic. Uh let's fine, let's, let's fine. do this game.
2: All right, here's this dumb game that I guess I do sometimes. RJ, tell me about The Conquest.
0: Okay, The Conquest in all of its generic nameness uh-huh. is about uh a smoldering farmer and his uh Like his he's on r- fire? No, no, he's so sexually smoldering. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, all the neighboring farm girls who who just can't help but fall in love with his with his sexy, sexy farm ways. His looks, his are rutabagas s- are incredible. <laughs> as are if his you know,
2: abs. If you know what I mean, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, oh, nudge. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but. Uh, and this is a uh, book in which you see his, his various sexual conquests
2: oh, okay. as they so, happen. He's quite the Lothario, this farmer yes, yes. with the great rutabagas and abs.
0: But he's painted very sympathetically. Right. And, and then he looked out across the, the vast stretches of farmland that had been <laughs> tilled and saw that there was no new vagina <laughs> that to be conquered. <laughs>
2: He had conquered the land much like he had conquered all that pussy. Mm-hmm. I just said pussy. I feel a little weird about that. Nope. Sorry. It's great. <laughs>
0: Keeping it in. Keep it in, future RJ. <laughs> Take a puff on that stogie and keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's uh what's it really about, Ryan?
2: Okay, so that was a really good guess, by the way. That was one of my favorite guesses. Good. Uh but it was wrong. Rip Cantrell. <laughs>
0: Oh, those (laughs) Cantrells, always ripping and tearing.
2: Rip Cantrell and Charlie Pine are back for seconds with Saucer colon the conquest. Rip Cantrell is brought back to give the saucer one last flight. Charlie Pine has started flying for a rich tycoon, and there is believed to be another downed saucer somewhere in the area.
0: You were a little bit evasive by not telling me that it had uh, a, that this is the subtitle of the var
2: Now, before you get on my ass about this, in the, on the website it was listed as the Conquest. It doesn't. It isn't called Saucer Colon the Conquest until inside this bit of di- this bit of fucking blurb here
0: pretty tricky saucer people they
2: mm-hmm, they're one to like ooh the conquest i'm in the route let's see what's going on here <laughs> oh it's a saucer book ah ah rip can't quite get over the fact that charlie has dumped him but when push comes to shove rip and the united states government are going to go head to head with this crazy frenchman and trying to be the first to the saucer <laughs>
0: Well, if I know one thing about French people, is that they've got a long history of uh, knowing their ins and outs mm-hmm. when it comes to saucers, whether it's you know having their milk <laughs> out of them or them flying. Wait, past is this? The are you Eiffel talking Tower. about?
2: Are you talking about the Aristocats here?
0: Uh, yes, that too. <laughs> Which the only thing you need to know is that everybody wants to be a cat.
2: Mm -hmm. That's what I know.
0: And that the Siamese ones were super racist.
2: Yes. It makes you go.
0: But yes. So I'm saying Rip's got a lot to overcome here. That's true. He's got to be careful.
2: Rip Rip can't. (laughs) I can't say his name.
0: French people get a racial (laughs) bonus to uh, saucer capturing. Oh,
2: God. That's not a race, RJ. (laughs) Nope. But it's funny. Uh, I also like the, uh, they don't, they don't tell us Charlie Pines, uh, gender at any point in time. That could be a lady's name. Yeah. But, uh. it's not. No. They spelled it with an L-E-Y as opposed to, as opposed to an L-I-E. And I would think it would be L-I-E if it was a lady, but I don't know.
0: Hard to say. I don't know, uh, which, uh, spellings of Charlie are gendered. I don't, I don't, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I just I appreciated. I, met I appreciated that this Charlie. was a a romantic, like longing saucer book for uh, you know a, a, a homosexual couple. I liked it. I liked that. You don't see a lot of those.
0: No, no. It, all the saucer books are just so friggin'. I mean, I read that one
2: about where they had to harvest the man's seed for like a competition. You remember that yeah, one, right?
0: Such a saucer book. <laughs> like before that, it was just. Like if you didn't, if you wanted to talk bad about a piece of literature, you would just call it a total saucer book.
2: (laughs) Well, I think they probably did back in the 50s when all the sci-fi was about flying saucers coming in.
0: (laughs) This book's so bro-y, it's a real saucer fest.
2: (laughs) All right, you ready for the next book?
0: Yeah. What do you have?
2: All right. I want you to tell me about the baby inheritance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay, the baby inheritance yes, uh is in this book a married couple have to go to a creepy house uh and stay there all night <laughs> so that they can and receive can a baby so that they can receive the baby inheritance bo boom, now which is what now, mark and uh Jillian,
2: mark and Jillian. what they
0: don't know is that the place isn't haunted at all, and it's going to be a totally chill night. (laughs) That's not the twist. It's that when they wake up and they get this baby inheritance. It's not the baby they thought they would get. It's just a bunch of things that babies would want. They just wake up, and they've just got rattles to the gills. Little little chewable uh, toys, uh, little mobiles. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And diapers,
0: Uh, oh, man, so many diapers, (laughs)
2: DVDs of all the greatest toddler uh, television programs.
0: Mm-hmm. We're talking Teletubbies, uh-huh. Little Einsteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got your uh, Doc McStuffinses.
2: Oh yes, people love the Doc McStuffins. That's a current. That's a current fave. Yeah, bring the toddler set. Bring
0: it on back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they wake up with this just treasure trove of baby inheritance uh, that a normal child uh, might be excited about. Yeah. But they're not excited about it, and so they try to give it away. But they can't, and it just keeps multiplying.
2: <laughs> they drown in teddy bears eventually. Mm-hmm. It's a real sad story. It makes yeah. you think about shit.
0: It's like a, a reverse, more baby-driven thinner. And just
2: mm. that's a good. They that's never, a good novel. They never should there.
0: have killed that gypsy baby.
2: <laughs> okay, RJ, the baby inheritance is part of the billionaires and babies series. <laughs> So there are more than one book about billionaires and babies.
0: Oh, if only they were billionaire babies, like and in the, my book.
2: And this is from the Harlequin Desire line of books. Also, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how many torsos are on the cover?
2: None. It's just a a guy in a suit holding a baby. So panties dropping. They right? know what.
0: Yeah, they know what ladies like.
2: They know what they know. What some ladies like, and that is billionaires and babies. Is a family in the future for this wealthy bachelor? Divorce attorney to the stars, Reed Hudson, knows there's no (laughs) such thing as happily ever after. But the red-headed stunner who walks into his office with an infant in her arms will put him to the test. Lila Strong just (laughs) brought a baby girl to a man who splits up families for a living. (laughs) Now, he wants Lila to stay on as a temporary nanny to his niece. Reed Hudson's plush hotel suite is a world away from Lila's rustic mountain home. Will their undeniable attraction end in heartbreak or forever?
0: Yeah, those big city people, they just don't know how to have families (laughs) with the down-home values of a a red-headed stunner. (laughs) She just walks in and starts (laughs) kicking everybody in the stomach and giving them the Stone Cold Stunner, even the baby. (laughs) Fuck you, baby. (laughs) Fuck you, baby. And then she's jumping up and down near the baby, giving the baby double middle fingers.
2: (laughs) I'd like to imagine that's what she's been doing to the baby the whole ride up to, what is his name? Reed Hudson's Sweet Plush Awesome Apartment Hotel, whatever.
3: Hey baby, you stupid piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a daddy? <laughs> then you better behave.
2: Well, I want this billionaire for the Billionaires and Babies series. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, Rand. <Ray-Ann>. That <laughs> is that is a thought that will be in my mind for some time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what what do you have for me next?
2: Okay. RJ, <laughs> tell me about Mutant City.
0: Okay, Mutant City is a tale of urban development gone Ooh. terribly wrong in which all this gentrification, <laughs> uh, upscale microbreweries and whole foods coming up in a city.
2: Not the whole foods.
0: Mm-hmm. That was the death knell. Little did they know. That once, uh, this this small uh community, with its own with its own rhythm and its own feel, had become so gentrified that it would mutate, <laughs> taking on a life of its own, <laughs> like uh, like that one Transformers, like a like a whole city.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: Oh jeez. what is it? Uh,
2: the the planet?
0: No, not not Unicron. Uh, okay, well. Moving on, somebody will add- <laughs>
2: Transformers City.
0: Yeah, at reply at r a e underscore gun. I don't tell wanna. her, tell her who the Transformers City is. I don't give a shit. Uh, but uh,
2: Star Screamer GTFO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, so the city mutates and takes on a life of its own, and then it uh, becomes obsessed with spreading its its gentrification Ooh, everywhere. So
2: it's like the te- an evil tendrils of like really clean coffee shops and oh uh, yeah
0: like it's not lived in at all <laughs> like it's the, it's the sort of place that you come into and you're like mmm cleaner you could just smell you no, no, can smell no, the they got the
2: they got the coffee scented candles burning oh well yeah give you that you know good authentic aroma
0: <laughs> okay well, what's what's the book really about? That was a bad guess.
2: Yeah, uh, it was funny, though. I enjoyed it. Mutant City. 50 years ago, the world was almost destroyed by a chemical war. Now, the world is divided. The mutants and the pure. The broken and the privileged. The damaged and the perfect.
0: It was the best of times. <laughs> the worst
2: of times. It was the mutant of times.
0: <laughs> there were street samurai everywhere in these times.
2: <laughs> okay, now it's making me think of like Snow Crash. Um, 13 years ago, a covert government experimental facility was shut down and its residents killed. The secrets it held died with them. But five extraordinary kids survived. <laughs> So
0: So is this is this a power pack novel? What's, <laughs> what's going on here? I feel
2: like it maybe it should be. I think <clears throat> so. Today four teenagers are about to discover that their mutant blood brings it brings with it special powers. Rush and his three brothers and sisters. Wait, did I read that right? Rush and three brothers and sisters, he can't remember. Two rival factions are chasing them. One by one, they face the enemy. Together, they might just stay alive. Anyway, I like that it's like Rush and three and brothers and sisters he can't remember. I thought there were four kids or five kids. How many kids are there?
0: There's supposed to be five altogether, so it should be Rush and four brothers and sisters, right? But
2: like it's six, seven, three brothers and sisters he can't remember, plus him, seven kids or five or four. I don't know how many kids there are in the city.
0: That dude has a terrible memory. (laughs) That's his real superpower.
2: I like that this is like, we're not quite the X-Men because we don't have Professor X telling him what to do. Also, there was a world devastation or something.
0: We got Professor Mutant, though.
2: Professor Mutant Guy. Look out, it's our bald, um, no-armed leader. <laughs> <laughs> he just has no arms.
0: <laughs> He's had a lot to overcome in life. Constantly dropping his pencil on the floor, <laughs> not being able to pick it back oh,
2: up. That's what all the uh, telekinesis is good for. Hey ho! <laughs> he's got a he's got a big uh, M on his forehead also because he's Professor Mutant.
0: Uh, what's so well, he kind
2: of looks like Majin Vegeta?
0: <laughs> See, I like to think of him uh, less of having telekinesis and more of having uh, the ability to st- make things stationary with his mind. <laughs>
2: He can only stop things that are already in motion.
0: oh no, you misunderstand. <laughs> he'll turn things into like legal pads and, and oh oh yes and 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 find pencils and pens with his mind, and then he doesn't have to reach them anymore.
2: <laughs> He's like, you know what you're you're bugging me, kid, I turn you into a diary, bam <laughs> you you're some some hello kitty envelopes, fuck you, bam. <laughs>
0: Oh, don't even act like my letterhead doesn't say "Professor Mutant" <laughs> from the desk of professor from the desk of Professor Mutant. Uh, okay.
2: So, uh, on that note, I think we ought to take another commercial break because I feel like the sponsors roosting over in the corner are getting a little agitated with us. Yep.
3: Oh hey kids, are you tired of these landlocked cereals that taste like homework? Tell your parents to buy you all new sugar-submerged cereal. Like an ocean sea, get it? It's the only cereal with enough sugar to rot the teeth out of a great one. Yeah, all of them. Your old pal Sammy the Sea Cucumber wouldn't steal you wrong. Don't believe me? Check out my Snap Talk story. It's full of fun-filled ocean adventure that I wouldn't have the energy to do if it wasn't for sugars and birds cereal. So what are you waiting for? Go steal money out of your parents' purse, wallet, or checking account. And buy all the sugars and more cereal you can eat. Just look for me, of the Sea Cucumber, on the box. Sugar and more cereal. The cereal is so good, you wish your organs were on the outside of your body.
0: Guess who's back? Back again. It's us. On GMP.
2: Oh my god, we're back again.
0: Yep, and I have a game for you now.
2: Okay. RJ, what game am I playing today?
0: Uh, this week you're going to be going back to a time-tested classic of Know Your Google. Oh man. Uh, this week in Know Your Google, um, what I'm going to do, as I always do, I'm going to ask you a series of five interrelated questions mm-hmm. around a general theme. And, uh, I will have run various searches through Google, uh, based around that theme. And you're going to tell me what comes up and you will be super good at this because of that summer you interned at Google. Google. Yep. It's like Google, but you know, more goobly.
2: More goobly. Yes. That sounds, that sounds legit. That seems accurate. They made us, uh, run outside and get like turkey sandwiches all the time and, uh, then they never let us eat any of them.
0: Yep. Now, in this week's Know Your Google, because uh, we're now entering those most delightful months, we're entering fall.
2: Yay. So we're
0: going to have an autumnly themed themed. Uh, Autumnal. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it.
0: <laughs> let me ask you this. <clears throat> yes. How's your control doing?
2: I'm about to lose control. But here's the thing that I think is kind of interesting. I think I like it.
0: Oh, she's going to she she's got to work on her control. She's going to hit so many batters. <laughs> Free bases for everybody. So, the theme for Know Your Google this week is fall. Okay. And uh the first thing I've gone ahead and googled is I have sweaters.
2: You know I love a sweater.
0: I know that you do.
2: Just cuddle up in that sweater where the sleeves are just a little bit too long for you and you put them over your hands and then you hold a cup of hot drink and then you're uh, feeling so cozy and autumnal.
0: Yes. Now, I have Googled sweater under the images tab. Mm Mm-hmm. Which one of the following does not appear in the top 10 Google results for sweater? A corded knit sweater? A sweater with uh, a turtleneck, a sweater with patches on the elbows, Ooh. or a sweater uh, with a neon-colored space and a kitten.
2: Um, So I want all the sweaters, except for the turtleneck one. Turtleneck sweaters can kind of fuck off, because that's just a little too much. Yeah? You know?
0: Not a big fan of the T-neck?
2: Look, okay. Pop Pop Podcast has got a big old neck. That's yeah. me. Remember I'm Pop Pop. Um <clears throat> okay,
0: okay. I I didn't think you were Pop Pop. I thought you were more of a Gramps.
2: Look, I'm saying Pop Pop. So that's what we're going with. You can make okay. the kid call me Pop Pop.
0: All right, sorry people. Anyway, There's daggers stared at me.
2: I don't like I don't like a, a turtleneck sweater because it's too hot, too much. I like a big ca- chunky cable knit. That's nice. As long as it's like oversized. Mm-hmm. Which for me is a lot. Of
0: you want to be able to flail your sleeves at somebody like a banshee.
2: No, you just want to like, um, you want to like just curl up inside the sweater as if it were a little cocoon for yourself,
0: mm. or a womb.
2: Sure, yes, we can go there if you womb. want. It's a lady's um baby home that she has in her body for you.
0: Okay. Well, of the four <laughs> baby homes I just suggested, <laughs> which one doesn't appear in the top ten?
2: Okay. Um, I'm gonna say probably not the neon kitty one. Although that sounds fun and teeny teen styles, well, maybe a bit too young for me. But it sounds fun. But I don't think it's in the top ten. You don't think? Because it's not a classic, classic sweater where the other ones are.
0: Well, you are correct.
2: Oh shit!
0: Good job knowing. The trends, but knowing that the trends are not as timeless as the classics.
2: Not as timeless as a Patches on the Elbow sweater, which I would love to own a Patches on the Elbow sweater.
0: I feel like I would have to own a pipe, and I would have to read more Cormac McCarthy if uh, (laughs) if he gave me one of those. By more, I mean uh, any. Any? Yeah.
2: That was good, though. I liked it. Okay, well,
0: next up in Know Your Google fall edition, Mm -hmm. I actually Googled the phrase fall leaves changing. Okay. And under news, one of the first stories that came up is is cold cereal your best choice for breakfast?
2: Seems like it has a lot to do with the phrase you typed in.
0: Yep. Really super related. Now in the article uh, from the (laughs) Seattle Times... (laughs) Uh, this person no. really takes cold cereal to task. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, saying like, that, fuck that's, you,
2: Captain Crunch.
0: That's not what you should be eating for breakfast. Okay. Which one of the following things is not something that she suggests you have with your breakfast? Uh, a glass of juice. Okay. Some plain Greek yogurt.
2: Mm, gross. We'll okay. Ha-
0: a handful of almonds. okay or scrambled eggs
2: all right what does she not suggest
0: which does she not suggest
2: okay see i'm tempted i'm tempted to say the handful of almonds because that's one of you and i's favorite guy branham jokes is about the handful of almonds how every (laughs) ladies' magazine is like oh it's a handful just a handful of almonds just a handful of almonds it'll fix
0: everything Mm -hmm. are you on your period handful Handful of almonds. almonds Guy um, at work being disrespectful and shitty. <laughs> handful, handful of almonds. almonds will fix it all. Want to get equal pay for equal work? <laughs> handful of almonds.
2: So I'm tempted to say that one, but you know what I'm going to say? Eggs. She doesn't want you to eat no eggs.
0: I'm sorry. She totally wants you to eat <gasps> eggs with veggies in them, no less. What she does not suggest is a cup of juice.
2: Oh, damn.
0: Yep. She suggests fruit in the article, but not juice.
2: Not juice. Because yes. that's just sugar. That's you, just sugar. Yeah.
0: But sugar. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat cereal. Take that.
2: I'm going to eat cereal and put the juice on it. So fuck you, bitch.
0: <laughs> just a big old splash of, yeah, I'm get of, my- of apple juice on top of that.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get that like crave fucking cereal and I'm going to put some OJ right on top of that, now, bitch.
0: I'm going to get some Apple Jacks and pour some apple juice on it.
2: Oh, the double apple. That's mm-hmm. what they call that move.
0: That's true. Okay, so next in the Know Your Google Fall Edition, mm-hmm. we have the much-beloved, perhaps a little too uh, too joked about, the pumpkin spice latte.
2: So I'm going to, can I get real a second for just a millisecond? For just a millisecond? Let down, let down your like garden I and t- let
0: the people know how you feel, feel a second? second? Yeah. Yes, please. Uh- <laughs> I would expect nothing less for our future president.
2: Thank you. Uh, and thank you for going there with me. I very much appreciate it. Um, so I like I like a pumpkin spice latte.
0: Of course you do, white girl. Oh, I'm. I, the I mean, Internet. I guess.
2: I mean, I guess. I guess I am. I mean, sometimes they can be, you know, too much. Sometimes they are like pumpkin spice milkshake. Sure. Which is a- which we, you. I love would that. also like that too. But if you're wanting a coffee, you want a little bit of coffee flavor in there. You want some coffee mm-hmm. up in that bitch. I like I like a pumpkin spice latte. I like a chai latte. I like the the, the ca, all the complex spice flavors that come through. You, you know? like a latte,
0: just like in a,
2: general. I like a latte. A latte. What can I say? Oh, 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 well, yeah, nobody's I made care. that joke. Mm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But uh, when I Google pumpkin spice latte under the images tab,
2: uh huh, you get uh, one with a mountain of whipped cream on top.
0: Well, of it. yes, almost every single one of them has a mountain <laughs> of whipped cream, but. What I'm going to ask you is how many in the top 10 results feature the distinctive Starbucks logo?
2: How many in the top 10, you said? Yes. Top 10. How many are P- uh, Starbucks brand pumpkin spice lattes here for your autumn enjoyment? I'm going to say six of them are Starbucks branded
0: I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Damn. There are, in fact, only three <gasps> Starbucks branded.
2: They got the the, the the little guys coming in with their own PSLs.
0: Yep, these are all, I guess, uh, probably... Uh, Food blogs.
2: Oh, okay, make your own pumpkin spice latte. All you need is seven thousand ingredients from your local Whole Foods. Yep. Just get down there, put the kids in the car. It'll be so great. And when your hubby comes home, you can give <laughs> him your very own. You can give him his very own pumpkin spice latte to enjoy his day after. That's a thing. That's a thing. After I his, said
0: after his day of working <laughs> at the blog site, um, the blog minds um. Let me ask you, what do you think they serve that pumpkin spice latte in?
2: I think it would be best served in maybe a tasteful mason jar. Oh, fuck, I nailed that <laughs> shit. I nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> you get all the mason jars, the ones that have the little handles on them, and then I think this is an adorable thing to do. You get them all, and you have your kids paint little fall leaves all over them. This is an arts and crafts project for enriching your children, and also you're making your... Your little mug's so much cuter in the process. And then you give your husband one when he comes home, and he's so happy about it.
0: Yep. And make sure you subscribe to other people's trash. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, next up in Know Your Google.
2: Sorry for using that voice too much. (laughs) No, it was great.
0: It was was 100% great. (laughs) Next up in Know Your Google Fall Edition. Fall also uh, marks the return of America's true pastime, I would say, and that is
2: Indoors TV watching.
0: Yes. Um but it actually marks the return of football.
2: Oh right, that. that thing that millions of people enjoy.
0: You are not one of them.
2: Not really, no. I don't I don't like to be a, a, a real hater, I just like to make it abundantly clear that I don't know what anyone's talking about. Like a douche would do. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I I don't see you as being somebody who's like in your face by talking about z- sprots or, uh,
2: <laughs> I or, do, s- or
0: saying sports ball. I don't say
2: sports ball. I don't uh. generally say sports ball. I do feel like I, I, when sports come up, it's like you presented me with a math problem, though. My brain just shuts down. <laughs> it's like, no, nope, no.
0: Okay, but, uh, I have gone ahead and I have Googled just the word football under videos. Okay. And you get uh, a number of uh, interesting videos about uh, the football. Mm -hmm. Which one of the following does not appear in the top four results in the Google videos search for football? Okay. Best jukes in football history?
2: That's where you're dodging. Like a guy coming at you, because you have you have the hot potato and you don't want anyone else to get the hot potato, so you're j- you're juking, you're jumping out of the way.
0: Uh, uh, best, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Best catches in football history. Okay. Best tricks in football history. This
2: is where you pull the hot potato out of somebody else's ear.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and they didn't know it was there the whole time.
2: <laughs> you're like, oh, look at it, it's the hot potato.
0: Mm-hmm. You had it there the whole time. I don't spend it all in one place. (laughs) I know you'll want to go and just blow all your hot potato currency out on the town, but invest it in a mutual fund—a mutual potato fund. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, One potato can become two potatoes, can become three potatoes, and maybe more. (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
0: Mm. (laughs) But uh, and lastly, best trucks in football history.
2: Wait, what? Like, like (laughs) the best. Like trucks, meaning there's a like a Ford F one fifty Super Cam playing like the quarterback or something.
0: Mm-hmm. You uh, you've nailed it. Yeah, that's what happens when you uh, when you put a truck on the field.
2: <laughs> He's like, oh, trucky, I'm going to play this football. Give me that hot potato. I'll take it all the way to the target area.
0: Truck, yeah.
2: <laughs> that was my attempt at the trucky voice. It was good.
0: It was good. <laughs> Okay, but which one of those four does not appear in the top four okay. results?
2: Okay. Let's see. We had juking. We mm-hmm. had passing. We yeah, had catching. Catching, excuse mm-hmm. me. I couldn't think of a joke for that one, so I had to let it um, <laughs> um We have mm. magic tricks. Yep. We have trucks.
0: Yep. It's, uh, it's jukes.
2: Jukes catch. Jukes catch tricks magic trucks. Tricks. And trucks. Okay. Which one does not appear? I'm going to say the catching one because that one is a bar snore.
0: (laughs) Uh, You are correct. You know your Google. (laughs) You know your football. (laughs) The top four is actually trucks is the very first result. Okay. Uh, What is that really? uh, Oh, trucking is when uh, somebody who has the ball purposefully runs into somebody who's trying to tackle them and just kind of runs them over.
2: As if they were, in as fact... if they
0: were, in fact, a truck. A truck, okay. Mm-hmm. Usually that involves lowering their helmet and making a helmet-helmet collision and... Oh, uh, that seems yeah, safe as hell. Super safe. Um, But yes. You'd that's... be better
2: off getting in a truck and doing this. Because mm-hmm. at least one person would be safe well, inside the truck.
0: These days, the you should see the airbags that they're putting in helmets now. <laughs> and the Aww. crumple zones. Oh, so good. Aww. It's best trucks, biggest hits... Greatest tricks and best jukes. Those are the top four. <laughs> okay. Best catches doesn't appear until about number eight.
2: Well, because like I said, that is not interesting. I would so much rather see a guy pull a hot potato out of a person's ear than see somebody catch a ball.
0: Oh, I think we all would. <laughs> okay. And moving on last but not least, you kind of guessed this a moment ago, which is <gasps> fall TV is fall
2: returning. TV time for new shows we like to watch tv because we're interesting folks
0: <laughs> and as is the case uh, every fall there's a crop of new shows churning out okay uh some of them sound interesting mm-hmm. we'll say mm-hmm. uh which one of the following bad four... judge yes <laughs> which one of the following four options is not a real uh Fall tv show okay uh that's coming out this year
2: i'm excited to to see what that might be
0: an fx show in which three siblings return and reunite to run a sugar cane farm
2: when was this when is this program set
0: i'm not i'm not giving you too much information <laughs> because
2: i hope it's modern also what are you going to do with that what you know we're okay they're doing a workplace comedy i assume
0: Oh, obviously.
2: Uh, But you do what? You go out on the fucking fields and you've got like your harvester chugging a lugging around, cutting sugarcane.
0: Well, really, if they wanted this to be a good show, they should have said it with Rutabaga.
2: That's right. Hey, Rutabaga. That's slang for your dick now.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That show is not on FX. That show is on Own.
2: Own. Okay. Mm -hmm,
0: Mm hmm. An FX show uh, about a hip hop artist and their management.
2: Okay, so not Empire.
0: Uh, and uh, the and the management and the talent are related. They are cousins. Okay, so yes, maybe not Empire.
2: Not Empire, but trying to uh, come in on that market. I feel. I feel.
0: Uh-huh. A, uh huh. A ABC series about. A, uh, It's a family show mm-hmm. uh, in which the uh, mother character, played by Minnie Driver, <laughs> is going to take care of a teenage son with special needs who has Tourette's.
2: Oh, my God. That sounds sad as hell. Um, are these and, all comedies?
0: Mom- <laughs> no, I didn't say any of them were comedies. <laughs> but, I mean, you're welcome to think of that as a comedy if I you just like. I
2: was saying it doesn't sound like a comedy.
0: No, no. Uh, and lastly, an HBO series about uh, delivery men, but they deliver weed.
2: Mm, okay. So this that one's called Weed Boys. The Mini Driver one's called, this is probably going to make you sad. Um, The one about sugar cane plantation is called uh, Sugarland. Land.
0: I, I think that's actually a country act.
2: Well, it's the name of that show now, too. <laughs> And the hip-hop cousins one is called...
0: Empire 2, Electric Boogaloo.
2: (laughs) I was going to say cuz, but we can go with Empire (laughs) 2 if you want. Um,
0: But which one of them is not a real show
2: that's coming out? Okay, let's see. Which one would RJ have made up? Which one has the RJ stank on it? Or maybe he pulled it from elsewhere. Maybe it was a thing that came out a year ago and it got canceled immediately. Ooh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Or ones that didn't get picked up at all. Let's see.
0: He's a tricky trickster.
2: He is a tricky trickster. That RJ guy. I'm gonna say the the hip hop cousins show.
0: I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Ah, that show on FX is uh, called Atlanta. Oh, it okay. Stars Community. You know, along I've Donald actually Lover. heard of that one. <laughs>
2: yep. Because Donald Glover's in it, I've seen some like,
0: and that is supposed to be uh, a comedy uh, ish.
2: It looks like a, a dramedy drama, drama, yeah, yeah, drama,
0: dramedy, maybe yep. uh, drama with funny moments. Yes, um, the show on OWN is called Queen Sugar. Ah. Uh. And, uh, I feel like
2: I was pretty close with Sugarland. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, and uh, it is uh, the SOMA director, Ava DuVernay. Oh, man, that uh, one's going to make me cry, too, huh? By Natalie Brazil. Also, the HBO show is a real show called High Maintenance.
2: <laughs>
0: like weed. Do you yeah. get it?
2: I like weed boys better.
0: Yeah. Uh, however, the show about Tourette's is not a real show. The the show that is airing on H A B C Everything I said was true about it, except it's not about a kid with Tourette's. Uh it's Mini Driver, and she's got a wheelchair bound and mute son due to cerebral palsy. The show is called Speechless. And it sounds
2: Oh my terrible. god! Oh my fucking God.
0: <laughs> the feel-good show of the year. Oh
2: Jesus Christ. Nope. <laughs>
0: So that makes your final score two out of five, not your worst showing. Um, And if you uh, guessed correctly last week, listeners at home, uh, give yourself a bonus point on this week's quiz. I know I said it would be a trivia guess, but I tricked you. Well, now that I've got you feeling really good, uh, I think now's an opportune time to while you're in grief to try to sell you just a few products to make you feel better about yourself. Oh, hi. You caught me waking up. You see, I haven't had my Hype Juice yet. (sighs) Wait, you haven't heard about Hype Juice? You're not still drinking coffee, are you? That stuff is terrible for you. Unlike our natural, vitamin-filled, nutritional super drink. Need some B12? Gotcha. Fish oil? Got that too. Guarana? What's guarana? Who cares? We've got it. Pure bottled life essence. You bet we've got it. Don't drink anything else ever.
3: Drink it with breakfast and kickstart the day. Drink it with lunch to reinvigorate. Drink it while you're on the toilet to stay regular. Drink it before bed so you can have energetic
0: dreams. Drink it while you're breathing. Lungs love juice. Nature, good drink, vital B vitamins, other other stuff, bad. Hype uh, juice, good. Go feel, be taste, not important. Forever, real energy, youth, eternity. Do, do you hear that? What sounds purple? Hype
2: juice. Welcome to the. End of the show, part of the show.
0: Yep, we're here. We're leaving.
2: (laughs) Bye, fuckers.
0: (laughs) I know we just came back, but now we're leaving.
2: Yeah, this is just a courtesy, a polite way to say, like our shit. Also, I guess, thanks for whatever. RJ, what do you want to leave us with this week?
0: Well, since you just came off, so super genuine in <laughs> saying it, I think I will attempt to one up you there uh-huh. and say that I really do appreciate every single person who listens to the show. Uh, we put you know an episode out week after week, and it's always incredible to me when somebody takes the time to say something nice about the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the fact that we're still kind of kind of growing this little mom and pop thing.
2: Somehow we have more listeners than we used to. It yeah. keeps going up. I yeah. don't know who the fuck is listening. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> so anybody who you know clicks that subscribe button, it's it's a very big deal. And if you wanted to make it uh, even bigger of a deal, maybe you tell a few people, and uh, maybe you hop on iTunes and give us a rate and review, as every podcast asks you to do. Yes, but uh, we're better than them. Because yeah. you know, this is a mom and pop out. exactly.
2: Farm to table.
0: Yeah, stop, stop rating and reviewing all those big name podcasts. Yeah. where people are successful in other other avenues.
2: <laughs> we don't have anything else. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, we we work in an office and in on a truck, respectively. This is this is our uh, our bread and butter creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it really would help us out a great deal if you did so. Uh, I also wanted to say we are on Stitcher and Google Play, so if mm-hmm. you wanted to get us on those avenues, you can do so as well. And right now, we are currently having uh, polling on Twitter uh, to determine which of our commercials from Season 2 that you liked the most. Uh, if you vote in this poll, whichever, uh, whichever commercial ends up winning, we will do a follow-up commercial up, so... Just go ahead and pop on Twitter and do the voting on that. Now, Ryan, I think uh, you're going to open the polls on Facebook as well.
2: I am. If you hate Twitter, if you don't have a Twitter, I'm going to put this poll up on Facebook. The only thing is I cannot put a proper poll on Facebook. I could if I was running a group, but I'm not. I'm running a page. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list out all the options in one giant post. You can share this post with all your friends, mm-hmm. even if they've never listened to the show. Have the vote on your fave. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stack them vote boxes. Anyway, but uh, they'll each have a number beside them. You pick which one you uh, want to vote and just put that number in. That's easy, easy so you don't have to type out a whole mess of words like a fucking caveman.
0: Now, uh, what did you want to go out on this week, Rand?
2: Uh, this week, as as is true every week, I want to let you know how to get in contact with us. Are you one of these people that just started listening to the show, making the numbers go higher and higher? Do I not know who you are personally? You can get in contact with us at GovManPod at gmail.com. You can follow our Twitter at GovManPod. You can follow our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash GovManPod. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at R-A-E underscore gun.
0: And I am at upscale hobo.
2: And as you close down your podcast listener, because after you've listened to our podcast, it's impossible to listen to any other podcasts. So true. Um, As you put your phone away in your pocket and you look up and see that time has passed, and it feels like no time has passed because... What you've been doing is having a good combo with your two besties, me and RJ. We love you. We're your besties.
0: Mm -hmm. And you just realized you need to get out there into the fields and till all your rutabagas. (laughs) Sensually. That's
2: right, baby. You get out in that field and you till them rutabagas.
0: So you put on your best possible and sharpest cone Mm -hmm. outfit. Mm -hmm. You go out there, you till those rutabagas, and you tell them that Pitbull is a bad rapper. (laughs) No one will ever uh, disagree with you. They'll be charmed by you.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. So when you're doing all that callback shit, I want you to remember just one thing. Big Brother is watching.
0: And he thinks you're boring. (laughs)
1: just got to get
2: some energy for your body blood
0: oh my body blood
2: rockstar body blood energy drink
0: drink the body blood of
2: other humans it gives you such energy
0: reminds me of those uh bod fragrance yes it's like Ooh. i want your bod nice. blood nice
2: nice body blood like body blood I like how you're doing those dunks guy (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: Oh, what are you type O oh that's the universal donor baby
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh your sweat's just dripping off of your abs and I bet your blood tastes like mm, like sriracha
1: cause you're
2: a spice boy Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm saying sexy ways for you to, so that you think it's all cool, baby, but now nah, I'm going to drink your blood up.
0: Oh, hey, is this game of dunks of shirts versus skins? Because I say we turn it into skins versus skins. Yeah. How about, Even how about, sexier? how
2: about skins versus flayed torso? Oh, Yeah. Mm. <laughs>